Ish hit us with the how do I say goodbye to yesterday. It hit us with it, man. I know you can do it. Come on, Ish. Ish got the baritone. Come on, man. No bueno. Give us a little crossroads. A little boom, 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 boom. No? Okay. Never mind. Nah, nah. You got to do is Kobe. I'm going to say I said I won't. Um, I didn't I didn't cry when Pac died, but I probably will when Kobe does. I'm going to steal Drake's line. That's a fact. Welcome to the Black Delegates Podcast. This is episode 95. The date is January 27th. 2020 saddest day of the year let's it, get this out the way it's, it's i got ghetto phenom yo kobe paul get your weight up not your hate up i'm like diesel when i lift the eight up mars <laughs> and i am the black ryan all right so um Hold on, man. We, come on, don't, don't get this straight. What, it's, what it's, you finna do? It's Black 911, man. I'm am finna rest in peace. It. What you talking about? Okay, I'm about to say, come on, you man. Gotta, you gotta actually let me rest in peace. It. Okay, just have a little energy, man. Have a little energy to it. I know, I know, it's it's it's, it's, a sad, it's a sad day, but have a little energy. Don't invite Paul to the funeral. He'd be like, <laughs> hurry up, man. Get this over with. What are we doing? <laughs> Mind the wife. Don't don't tell Paul to come. All right, so. <laughs> Uh, as y'all know, uh, we got the news yesterday uh, of the uh, helicopter crash with Kobe Bryant, his daughter, and the other seven pastors on the helicopter. So we wanted to at least, uh, of course, uh, send our condolences to them uh, as they passed away, too. Um, it's unfortunate that, I guess, the way it happens, everybody's just talking about Kobe, even for his daughter's sake. But um, every life is important. And so... Uh, we can't not talk about that. Uh, so I guess y'all want to go around. Do you want to give your thoughts? If so, I think you should lead off. And Word. first I will say, so we recording on Monday, January 27. Like Ryan said, uh, yesterday for us on Sunday is when Kobe Bryant passed. But Ryan, I do feel like since he is – or was, or I guess is, always will be your favorite player. Yep. Uh, I do think it's appropriate that you will go first because honestly, when I f- first heard the news, obviously the first thing was disbelief, but then I was like, man, Ryan's going to be crushed. Like, that was one of the first thoughts I even had. So I'm in- interested to see, you know, what you thought about it. How did that day play out for you? Well, I mean, when I got the news, of course, it was from you. So I'm 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 sitting at a stoplight, which is the times when I check my phone. I had already uh, I had preached. We were on our way home from church, uh, just chilling. And I look down at my phone. I see the uh, you know, that y'all had a message in there. I'm like, oh, let me see what they talking about. And it's just like, oh, TMZ, Kobe dies in a plane crash. And I'm like, what? Or a helicopter crash. And the first thing I was like, mm, that ain't real. But then part of me, of course, in the back of my mind, I'm just like, but that's TMZ. They are the number one news source in America and they never wrong. <laughs> and so, but that's a fact, Paul. You know it is. It's not never wrong. They're wrong only on Only one Lil time Wayne. on Lil Wayne. That's the only time. Easy. Only time. And then he probably did die. He, they just got him. They brought him back. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. So at the time, I, I, so I showed my phone to my wife and I was like, what is this? I was like, what is this mess? I was like, is, is this real? I was like, Google this. And I handed her my phone. 
because the light changed and I'll start back driving. And she was Googling. She's like, I don't see nothing. I don't see nothing. And I'm like, what about? And she's like, well, people saying on Facebook. And I was like, well, people on Facebook are stupid. They're going to share everything. So it didn't matter. <laughs> I said, find a legitimate news source that says this dude passed away. Couldn't find it. And so it wasn't there for a long time. And then it just, after that, it just started trickling in, man. And I was like, dang. I was like, I hope this is wrong. I was like, it's still possible it's wrong. And so I was kind of in denial, man, for like a like an hour or two, probably. And I was just like, man, this can't be real. I'm like, this is real. Because uh, like you said, it's, Kobe has been my favorite basketball player since, like, I don't know, since he came into the league, for real. Um, I was on it when he was just a little bald head kid, like us. <laughs> like, just out there trying to hoop. And I was just like, oh, man, like this little dude, he looked like he cold. You know, heard people say good things about him. I'm going to follow his career. He was a Laker, and I was, I was uh, a Laker fan. And uh, it just went from there, man. And, yeah, it's uh, – I don't know. I was super sad. I didn't watch a lot of the stuff on TV yesterday because I'm like, I got to stay away from it because I didn't want to be down about it. Um, you know, I felt even worse when I found out like his daughter was in there. Yeah. And for a minute, you know, I was worried about it. Like, because they said it was five passengers. I'm like, man, this dude got four daughters. He got a wife. It's possible his wife was on there and the little one they left with somebody or something. And I'm like, oh, like, Lord, please don't let that have happened because that's horrible in and of itself. But then, man, either way, it was bad when they said his daughter was on there. I'm just like, oh, man, like, that's terrible. His wife, you know, his daughters they left behind, the other three. I, I just couldn't imagine, man. I know he trade places with them any time. It, so it's, it's just been frustrating, man. And, of course, everybody I know been hitting me up. Like, uh, you know, man, can't believe it. You know, Dave, me and Dave was always uh, Kobe fans. We used to talk about it. I think I, I brought him on the bandwagon uh, back in the day when we worked together. And Now I know man, now man. I know I don't like either of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I knew I knew Paul, uh, the the Ben Simmons of our podcast, wasn't going to have any remorse or anything. So uh, it's it's expected, man. I I just I don't know. I just been kind of aloof today. I'm gonna say that. Well, I'll jump in, man. I'll say first of all, man. I mean, my first thought was very similar to to, to issues like you know, like oh man, it's terrible. And I mean, as you you know, the the news came out, you're like, man, this you know the the way it had unfolded, man. I, I mean, every time. Uh, I've been in a helicopter a couple times. I, I, it's the helicopter flying is not for me. But every time I get in a plane, I'm always a little freaked. I always have like thoughts in the back of my head, like and you just like you just yeah, you know. Then I fall asleep and I'm like, okay, it never happens. But man, I just I just can't imagine that that last minute or two. It's that's I just hope it went quick. That's that's the only thing I can hope, man. And pray that nobody I know is in that situation. But second thought I had was to my man Ryan, yo, because uh, legitimately, man, we've known each other for 20 years, and I yeah. remember distinctly freshman year. Uh, week days, weeks after me, me and you first met, me going into over to your room, you and Charles' room. I'd sit in there, but we'd be watching hoop, and you know, first few thoughts in my head would be like, you know, why does this room smell like African open toe sandals? <laughs> and my second thought would be like, why is this man? Why is this man in the bed with uh, up underneath the covers like somebody's mama that just worked a a, a twelve hour shift uh, with a with a do rag on at like three o'clock in the afternoon? It's hundred and five degrees it. outside. Stop it! And why is he just laying in the bed? And the only time he get out of the bed is when Kobe does a dunk or when he's about to throw on some chicken patties onto the George Foreman griller. That's 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 <laughs> the two things I really wanted now. But no, for real. I mean, we. I mean, Ryan. We spent many. We spent many a, a weekend, a, an evening, 
you know, because yeah. because I put you on. We, we didn't have we didn't have much game with the ladies at that time. Freshman year, we were both broke, <laughs> as you can right. probably imagine. So we just we just hung out, you know, fellas kicking in the room on a little crappy little thirteen inch TV, watching you know watching hoop. And so this little you know was that Kobe's rookie year or was that Kobe's uh, second year? I can't remember. I think it was his second year because um, he was drafted in '96. Yeah, so, okay, so, so that would have been. But, he, but I guess that but that first year he you know he was probably only playing like 10, 10 12 minutes a game. or yeah, something. Yeah, not so, much. Not so much. second year was he was kind of starting. But you know, so I'd be over there and like like you know I saw the 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 Ryan fandom like grown before my eyes, and I, and I was annoyed by it very early on, early on and often mm-hmm. I was annoyed by this man. Jumping out of the bed and be like, "Oh, you see that? You see that? You see what he just did?" I'm like, "All right, remember, man." Just... Remember, I wrote that paper. I wrote a paper about Kobe for PE class for PE basketball. I was like, "Is he was the he was the next Jordan?" And I... that was when he averaged 16, and everybody was like, "Man, come on, he's never gonna be good." He's listen, never gonna man. Be nothing. Listen, man. If that's the only, that, that may be the only paper you wrote in your entire college career that I saw, <laughs> I, that, that, I don't, and I'm pretty sure it was the only paper you wrote. But... Get out of here, man. Get out of here. With that. But but yo, stop but, these false narratives, but, dude. But seriously, I mean, like Ryan was always on. Like he was like, man, you know, that's that's that, man. You gotta see this dude. He cold. You know, just just talking all about it. So I mean, I I just saw like you know the the fandom grow within Ryan. I never really, uh, like at that age, I was like, you know, okay, okay, I watch sports, but I was kind of over like you know like super fandom like that. But Ryan was kind of it was kind of refreshing to watch, man. It just seemed like a, a dude like oh this dude's our same age, and Ryan was just like okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rock with this dude for better or for worse for the next twenty years, you know. And the dude was. I didn't like I, I didn't I didn't like him as a player I, his personality but uh, definitely had to respect his talent that's for sure uh, always felt good when our team my teams you know beat him or you know things like that but you know he always brung it most of the time or a lot of the, all the, almost all the time uh, great competitor man just 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 a tragedy man it really is sad yeah and I think for me like you said I guess I'm the one that kicked off the discussion in our group chat my wife actually showed it to me she uh we were at church at the time still she showed me her phone and was like because i saw her she was like wait what she's like no this can't be real and she showed me her phone she's like is this is this real and it said you know kobe had uh passed in a a helicopter accident and i was like i looked at the source and it said tmz tv and i was like oh no i said that's a you know that's a fake tmz site they just trying to Make it look like TMZ. It's a TMZ. Uh, what I say, TV. remember, I was like, it's hacked. I was like, maybe they got their Twitter hacked. That right. might be it. And so, uh, you know, I just dismissed it right away. Like, nah, this is no way. And, um, you know, then we just kept kind of refreshing and I start searching, like you said, for a, a credible source. And then, you know, pretty quickly we realized, nah, this, you know, this is actually TMZ's real. You know, I guess that's just a wing of their uh, news empire. And we thought, you know, we just started to see the information trickle in. And it was just, it was a couple things. Number one, I was just crushed. And I wasn't a Kobe fan. I was a Kobe hater for most of his career. A proud Kobe hater, kind of like Paul. Uh, But like Paul said, it was more a hater of his game. You know, you don't hate average players nobody out there is hating on bj armstrong or nobody's hating on steve novak like you have to be an speak for yourself player. Shouts to steve novak. <laughs> i'm hating on all the dudes. <laughs> you have to yeah you, you have to be a player that's destroying people's dreams and hopes and killing their favorite players to get that hate so it was never anything personal um but it's just like it's like with anything like in professional wrestling back in the day that some 
fighters that were villains and you're like, man, this dude is a dope wrestler, but I hate him because of, you know, his attitude or I hate him because of his persona or whatever. So uh, I rooted against Kobe a lot. I was in the weird uh, stand, uh, I don't know, happenstance where I was a big Shaq fan. But I was a Kobe hater, so when they played together for the Lakers, it was just kind of odd. And it really shows you how fickle hating on somebody is. I'm glad I have <laughs> right. renounced my hating ways uh, in my middle which age. I, which but, I have to commend you, man, because there was a point where you said, you know what, I renounced my Kobe hating because it's dude Kobe. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I, that, that was when I renounced my, my hating overall. You know, I renounced my LeBron hate, my Kobe hate. Uh, my Floyd Mayweather hate, oh, man. but Kobe was the one. You know, I hated him for the most. most of his career, right? <laughs> Eighteen <laughs> years, his, like, you know, for about sixteen, years. seventeen years. <laughs> I hated on him pretty strong, but uh, the respect was always there. Uh, so definitely sad to see him go. Uh, feel horrible for his family. Oh, the other thing I was gonna say. So this is kind of odd. This is kind of weird. So my wife and I went out to a movie and maybe i don't know if we do this we can blacken this to talk about that but we went out to eat after we um went to the movies and you know lebron james the night before kobe yeah, passed, passed him. lebron passed um kobe in the scoring list and so we were at this restaurant eating and they had a bunch of tvs up and they're showing this interview with lebron and i mean he's just going on and on about kobe and about how much you know, it means to pass Kobe and how much Kobe was so important to him and so influential. And I'm sitting here the whole time like, why do they have LeBron on here so long With talking about on. Kobe? I was like, why is this so long? Like, I get it. You pass him. Everybody knew he was going to pass him. Like, what's the big deal? Why are you showing this for 10, 15 minutes? And then that next day when he passed, I was like, grateful. I'm like, man, I'm glad – he did that. I'm glad Kobe got a chance to see that because Kobe remarked on it. You know what I'm saying? So I was glad that he kind of got those flowers while he was alive. But it was just eerie that LeBron passed him the night before, that he gave all those eloquent words and all that, you know, shining, gleaming uh, description of Kobe. And then he passed the next day. I should play the conspiracy music here, but we're going to save it. <laughs> okay, but can I, can I get to like? Have y'all been following any, watching any like the ESPN today? Like, because like I, like I, I, I hate watched it. clips from places. I saw uh, Ice Cube. I saw Tracy McGrady. He Doc, was crying. Saw Doc Rivers. That yeah. was crazy. I saw Jerry West. I didn't watch Derek, Doc Rivers yet. I watched Skip and uh, what's his name? Yeah, my thing is that I, like, man, it's all good. But I hate when like these these kind of tragedies these things can pop up like like everybody got to have a take nowadays like even us we're, like nobody should be listening to me about this at all really but like you know espn like it seems like they're trying to get every one of their like talking heads yeah. like they, like even like they they just trying they're fine in talking heads like they, they interviewing janders like what do you think what do you what, what's the gender espn never met kobe in a day like, what, do you, what do you think about this like it's just nuts and everybody's got to have a little sound bite and crying tears and it's just in every, is, every real, single man. channel. Even even the hater in chief, the president, he had a tweet about it. Like he's like, "Oh, great right. tragedy!" Check. I was like, "Man, just just shut up, man. Just leave leave right. the family alone." I felt man. that just, way. I felt that way a little bit. Some people, you just like, man, everybody talking like, "Oh, y'all don't have to have a word." You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, it did happen. But I think the point of it is, is that it shows how great his impact was because. Oh yeah. You know, did any of us ever know Kobe? Did we meet Kobe? Like, no, right. but 
and I, I can't speak for you two, but I know, like I said, I was crushed. I was devastated. This is a dude I didn't even root for for most of his career. I never knew, um, but I respected him, and I think you can't really tell the history of the NBA without Kobe. There's some guys who were even great guys who were championship winners, like a David Robinson or something like that. Um right. But you might be able to tell the history of the NBA without David Robinson. He's a Hall of Fame player. You can't do that without Man, Kobe. No, so I think he Robinson impacted like. everybody, whether you're a fan, whether you worked in the Staples, whether whatever. Like, everybody was heartbroken except for, you know, the few haters that were out there that like to dance when people, uh, you know, dance on their graves. But uh, for the most part, everybody's impacted. So I don't mind hearing these different points of view and seeing how he touched so-and-so's life. It might even be a yeah. third-grade teacher, whatever. Right. I want to hear it. Yo, as a as a Kobe historian, I'm going to call myself that, so y'all can put that on my, uh, what you call it, my one-third at the bottom of the screen. Uh, as a Kobe historian, man, I'm hearing stories that I had not heard before, period. And I've listened to everybody talk about Kobe, good or bad. Because I was just looking for that information. Of course, when when he first was playing, it was like there was no internet. So you, I mean, you know, not really. So you really had to look for it. There was no NBA TV only talking about basketball. You had to search for that stuff. And uh, I still heard stories that I hadn't heard before, man, about him and impact that he had. I, it's it's crazy, but I feel like he's even bigger than I thought he was. As crazy as that sounds. Pause. Yeah, I guess that is a pause if you want to be immature. But uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, I just I just never imagined, man. And it's a uh, I don't know, it's crazy. I'm, All right, well, I'm trying not to be sad, like I said. Yeah, let's not be sad. What, what, I didn't Ryan, know to do, so I don't want to feel like that. Let's not be sad, Ryan. But what, like, give give us what's your all time one Kobe moment highlight, man? Just give us give, give us your favorite. Because like, you got to have one. Come on now, the eighty one, the the I final game. Give us just one. Dog, um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm gonna probably have to go with the 81 for real because I, I was watching that game live when it was happening, and I was like, dang, man, they out here getting whooped, and they was getting whooped by Toronto. They was down by like 20. Wasn't that the, like and the last game just, of the season? No, it wasn't that far, but it was uh, it was second half of the season, I'm sure. But they was getting whooped, and it was just one of them games, and Kobe was just like, he's not gonna let them lose. And he was taking every shot, but he was hitting every shot. And so he was giving him the, the whole bag. Every trick he had, he was giving it to him. And I'm like, man, they can't do nothing to stop this. I remember calling uh, Dave, and I think I was like, yo, Kobe got like 40 in his first half. And I was like, I don't know what's about to happen from here, but he killing him. And then once the game was still in, because usually when Kobe went off, they was winning by like 30. So he never got to finish, finish the game out. Mm-hmm. So that was the first time like they was losing, and it's like, Kobe gonna do what Kobe does, man. He was he was killing them, man. I ain't, I ain't gonna never forget that. All right, well there you have it, man. Issue yeah, you got, you got one? Not one that comes to mind. Uh, not a specific moment. Like I said, a lot of times I was on the opposite side. I do uh, remember, and I keep seeing the highlights of that alley oop he threw to Shaq. You know, kind of to put away uh, the NBA Finals. And like I said, I was a big. Big Shaq fan, the fact that Kobe, you know, we know he's a gunner. And, you know, I was a gunner, so even if I hated on Kobe, I respected the fact that he's going to gun at all times. And the fact that he, instead of choosing to shoot, you know, he he dumped that lob up to Big Shaq. Uh, I just always thought it was an interesting dynamic between those two, 
you know, because I mean, Obviously. you literally could say maybe you had the two best players in the NBA yep. on the same team. Um, and just watching how that worked, you know, how they played against each other, how their egos kind of clashed because Shaq wanted to be the man, Kobe wanted to be the man. You know, Shaq was the man initially, and then Kobe's kind of growing into that role uh, and seeing that friction. So I just thought that whole dynamic was interesting. Also, uh, kind of jumping to the end of his career, Paul, I know you kind of joked and said you hated the Kobe rebrand after he <laughs> retired, you know, and he was – around he was being more nice and he was uh, being more astute you know sort of this um i don't know renaissance man uh intellectual uh and i actually loved that i know you hated it but i felt like now that he's retired you know he had that mamba mentality where he's trying to go and kill anybody and he didn't want to be friends and didn't want to talk to people and going off on people and then he retired and he kind of let that go and I started to like him more in that sense just because you're like, yo, this dude is smart. This dude speaks hella languages. This dude knows how to break down plays. This guy's talented and whatever he does, he's out there with his daughters. And you just saw more of that human side of yeah. Kobe where he's doing his playing career. I think that existed, but he just hid it. He, he, he tucked that away deep, dark, so he could have this, this mamba uh, mentality, personality, whatever you want, persona whatever you want to call it. And so I like seeing that more human side. So Yo, sad I sad that that got cut short. I like how they used to play the Darth Vader theme music when he was in the other stadium show. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the most gangster thing ever. If you're going into a, a, a visiting uh, stadium and you're just like, look, they, they already playing me as a villain. I'm going to be the villain and I'm going to murder all of y'all. I just, right. man. I don't know. I enjoyed it, man. I, I appreciate the memories. Uh, shout out to his daughter because Believe it or not, I was looking forward to seeing her career, man, because I've watched a few highlights of her and a couple of her games, like, you know, as much as I can for a little kid game. But she was balling. And I was just like, man, I want to see how good she can be. Because he was putting a lot of uh, time and effort into her. She was putting in the work. And when you got that uh, a coach and a player that want to work that hard together, man, I, I just thought, you know, sky was the limit for her. Right, and they they really had um, been what maybe like the last six months where you started to see more video clips and highlights mm-hmm. of Gigi or Gianna uh, come out, and so a lot of people definitely had interest in that. And you saw her do the fade away, and you saw her yeah. you know breaking girls off the dribble. Uh, so yeah, I agree, man. That would I heard been. she had a she had a scholarship to UConn already. Is that true? Uh, I don't know if that's true, but. Yeah, it's I'll, plausible. I'll yeah. So I would I would offer you know I would offer Kobe Bryant's daughter, especially if I knew he was right. training there and working out with her. You you know the way Kobe went hard at everything that he's gonna go hard in training. So if she's about that life, if she's willing to deal with it, uh, which she showed that she was, you know she's gonna be excellent. So right. at least I mean even if she's a scrub, she's gonna be the hardest working scrub out there. You know. Right. So that's what you want on your squad. You can't be no scrub in Kobe's house. Probably like he not. gonna make you quit or make you, you sleep outside. Out. <laughs> 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 right. Literally uh, gonna be sleeping in the doghouse. Yeah. Cause that that um that 
Instagram post or social media post when his girls what won third place or fourth place or whatever and he like went off on all the girls on oh, his yeah, team yeah, basically yeah, in the comment like that was one of the most mamba moments in history uh, yeah so she was gonna go to UConn uh, yeah she says carry on those basketball legacy with plans to play at UConn and beyond mm. so yep alright so, I could probably talk about Kobe for a whole podcast, but the listeners probably don't want to hear that. So, Yeah, but rest in peace to the Black Mamba. And we do want to hear, you know, if you have any special moments of Kobe, if you have any memories or things that you think about, you know, let us know. And maybe we can talk about it on the next show. Uh, email us at theblackdelegatespod at gmail.com or hit us up on Instagram or Twitter at blackdelegates underscore between black and delicate. Feel free not to CC me on any of those uh, positive Kobe emails. <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm just kidding, man. No. Ishmael, I can't believe your favorite moment wasn't when he dropped uh, 63 and three quarters against the Dallas Mavericks. Mm. Didn't, didn't like that one. I don't remember one, huh? that happening. Don't remember that ever happening. <laughs> yeah, but on, on the real though, he should he should Kobe should have went to the, the the Mavericks like the, his last few years. Man, they 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 could have used that? him because he could because they could have used they you could have used they could have used everything. Everybody he had, could man. use him Kobe. And dirt. Yeah, but I mean, I'm talking about. I just didn't like I like I mean Kobe was great you know uh, okay Laker till he die I, I get that now but like in that context like when he those last like three or four years where he wasn't really the same after the injury like I was just like man like go go somewhere you ain't gotta you ain't gotta you know be the top dog go go play with dirt you know be you know because they obviously had a friendship they got along and it sounded like that you know he'd play for a Cuban I, you know I thought that was gonna make, make, made sense and the you know the Mavs at that time they were kind of like that you know they the one piece away. You know, from maybe making a deep run, and so I thought, and, and you know, it sounded like he was kind of flirting with the idea, or at least kind of talked about it a little bit, you know, behind the scenes. I I thought it made sense, but he just, you know, he he wanted to stay. I I, I guess I respect it now, but at the time I was like, man, he just he just kind of wasting away. You know, the Lakers weren't doing nothing those last few years, man. They were they were really trash, and so like, you know, go to the Mavs, you know, be good. That's what I would like to see that just from an NBA perspective. That was that's why I was thinking that at the time. I remember telling you that, and you were like, no, nah, I always man, figured, like, yeah, he would never do that. But I always figured maybe uh, San Antonio. Uh, I remember that's why I wanted him to go, but I knew he wouldn't want to play with Tim Duncan and repeat the whole Shaq thing again. So he needed his own squad. I was happy when he was like, oh, I'm going to the Clippers because I like the Clippers jersey, so I ain't gonna even front. So I would have been a Clipper fan, and I would have just rolled with it. There was a rumor he was going to come to the Grizz because Jerry West was the, the yeah, right. that, that was, the thing was, about. I was, like, that was just on, everybody man. in Memphis. Yeah. Room. They told Memphis definitely was made that rumor up. <laughs> we, we were, we were, we were grasping on straws that one. Didn't even know where Memphis was. Right. They were like, what? Memphis? Where is that? We had a decent squad. He knew where Powell came from. Come on, man. Memphis Memphis was too small for us. We can't be Kobe and be in Memphis. It would have been funny, though. <laughs> Very fun. All right, so what y'all want to talk about? We're going to do some This Week in Blackness. That might just be the whole show, man, but that's cool. Let's do it. All right, Week in Blackness. Uh, outside of Kobe, who just talked the longest? So let's go with Paul. Paul, how was your Week in Blackness? My Week in Blackness was very white, man. Or maybe it should be white. Didn't do too man. much. Uh, just out. chilled around the house. What did we do this weekend, man? Just went, went shopping. Just regular Brazil. stuff, man. No, no Mexico Brazil. City? No, man. No, no, no. no. I did not Switzerland? Go to Wuhan, China. None of that, okay. man. Uh, 
just just chilling out, man. I'm trying to think of a, a, a good story that, that that we did, but man, really wasn't nothing going on, man. It was, it was pretty boring, man. Just quiet, man. And actually, you know, the Kobe stuff really took that? over uh, the weekend. My wife, actually, my wife, you know, she I think it really affected her a lot. I guess because we got the little girl now, and you know, when she heard about like Kobe's little girl and stuff like that, it really really bummed her out, man. So so yeah, we've been talking about that a whole lot. And she, you know, the news and stuff like that. Just just uh, that's all that's been going on this weekend, man. I'll I'll pass okay. on y'all, man. I got nothing. Okay, my wife actually said, uh, <laughs> and I quote, "She's like, dang, Kobe died. Kobe was fine." And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, you know what, babe? I said I will, I will allow it. <laughs> I will allow it today." Because because Ryan because Ryan was thinking his head, he is fine. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, dude. But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't. She don't talk like that, so that's why it was weird. You know, kind of got me. But I smiled about it. I still thought it was funny. I'm not. I ain't like that. You can't. You ain't gotta hold that stuff back. You think somebody look good? Cool. Don't touch them. Mm. Um. So I guess I'll go. Uh. Let's see. This week in blackness. Uh, well, I'll, let me jump in there real quick. Okay, uh, while you're there. Uh. But yeah, I, I I feel like my wife had the same thought, but she didn't say it because I was like, like I said, she's the one that told me, and. You know, so I'm I'm hurt because I'm just like, man, this I can't believe this. But she was like more hurt than me, and I was like, wait, like, you don't even watch basketball. Like, why are you so hurt all of a sudden? And she just seemed, like, you know, it just really tore her up. And obviously, once you find out about the daughter and all of that, but you know, I feel like that was part of it because she was just like, no, no, I like, no, I can't believe this. No, this 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 can't be true. And I was like, wait a minute. You 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 grieving a little too much too quick, Word. and you think about it, and you're like, hey, whatever. She think you fine, you know. It is what it is. You, but uh, you you that, hitting on, that you was hitting on something. You hitting on something right there, thing. man. What'd you say? I said you hitting on something right there. I, I think that's what's going on in my house. I'm, 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 I'm gonna test my wife out. I'm gonna tell her Tyrone. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna tell her. I'm gonna tell her Tyrone Hill died tomorrow and see what she does. <laughs> <laughs> and see what see what the rat. And, and she Popeye Jones. Popeye Jones won't move her. Huh? I'm, I'm, gonna t- I'm gonna tell right. her. I'm gonna tell her Popeye Jones his entire like his entire extended family died like in a in a shipwreck. And she if she don't <laughs> if she don't have the same amount of like like pain in her eyes, uh, then I'm gonna know if something's up. And I, and then right. hey, she she out the house. That's how it's gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're sorry to interrupt, Ryan, but uh, oh, no, no, that kind of coincided. So yeah, man, just made me spin around and look. I forgot. Yeah, I got this. I got a Kobe jersey hanging up in the in the man cave. I'm gonna have to actually uh, get it framed for real. I was gonna do it anyway, but I'm definitely gonna do it now. Uh, and I guess I won't be able to get that autographed uh, Kobe picture to put in the frame with it because now people are gonna be paying like sixty million dollars for one. So they were already expensive. But um. I guess, uh, yeah, just more basketball. I mean, you know, Trenton uh, playing. So, dude, dude, dude is hoping. I, I actually made a mistake. I told my wife, I said, I didn't think Trenton was ready to play, but that dude is ready, and I should have put him on a real team. He don't need to be practicing with these white boys. Like, <laughs> he, 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 would, he would murder them right now. So, I need to get him on the court for real. But uh, it made me uh, notice, because, again, remember I told you one of the boys from the soccer team Plays on Trenton's team. His dad always brings in the practice. This dude still don't be speaking. What's up with people in St. Louis, man? Ish, I know you, well, I live, since I went to Memphis, man, that's the one thing I miss about Memphis. And, Paul, you probably remember this happening to you, too, because I guess kind of uh, the East Coast would have been a little bit different. Everybody in Memphis speaks. Like, they always say, hello, what's up? You know, if they see you two times, they know you. 
And when yeah, you come, when I came back home, man, it's like people here <laughs> tripping. I remember people in uh, chicks in Memphis like, "How come you'll never be speaking to me?" And I'd be like, "I don't know you." And they'd be like, "Yes, you do. I see you on the elevator every day." Like, okay, <laughs> like, well, we friends now, I guess. And man, this dude don't acknowledge nobody. And I'm like, bro, my my son and your son dap up every time they see each other. Why you ain't spoke? He don't give you the head nod either. Not nah, head? man, nothing, nothing. nothing. Oh man, nope. you'll be tripping. But that's that's how it is here. I mean, yeah, sometimes people just be like that. But uh, yep, that's definitely a St. Louis thing. Well, it's a black St. Louis thing. Uh, and occasionally I catch myself. You know, because it's almost like you mean mug or you, you know, kind of look and then turn away when you see somebody. And occasionally I'll see like a, you know, a white person, maybe an older white person, whatever. And I'm just kind of still used to that same, you know, just kind of look solemnly at them. And then they, you know, hey, how, how's it going? And then yeah, it kind of snaps me out like, oh, oh, yeah, right. it's, a, it's a regular human being. It's not an enemy. <laughs> it's not somebody threatening to uh, break into my home. Uh, but that is something. Uh, that you get here. And my homie Danny, he's from Houston, and he always talks about that because he like, in Houston, you know, everybody just, you rolling up the street, people, you know, in their yard, hey, what's up? Whether they know you or not, it's just really cordial. But, nah, St. Louis, black St. Louis, ain't like that at all. Man, and I've been kind of, you know, because I talked about this in the other group chat, you know, with my boys from Memphis, and I'm like, they were saying, you know, you should just change it, and everybody should just start speaking. And I've been trying to do that, man, but it don't work here. Like, I end up getting upset because because people ain't speaking now. Because I, I don't know how many times I said what's up to that dude, man. Every time I could, I'd try to have conversations with him at the game, soccer games, because he didn't sat next to me multiple times. You know what I'm saying? And nothing, man. And so I'm just like, forget this dude for real. And it shouldn't be like that. But it, it's just crazy that St. Louis is that way. It's unfortunate. Yeah. I think the older guys, it's easier. Like, usually older guys, like guys who 50-plus – uh, they'll speak to you real quick, um, and they'll be cordial and, and make small talk or whatever. But, yeah, if it's anybody, like, under 40, it's just pure iceberg. Why we do that, though? Like, how did we get there? Because, really, it's, it's no reason for it. It's not like something happened. Like, we should always all be cool. And it's like we, didn't, we ain't like that when we in a small space together for a long time. It's just over time we loosen up. But right from the jump, man, it's just everybody mean. I don't get it. Yeah. I think it's just a lack of trust. you just looking out, especially St. Louis is different than a lot of places because there's so many municipalities here. So it's something like 95 different cities and municipalities within St. Louis. And so especially back when we were in school, in like high school in the 90s or whatever, and there was a lot of gang violence and all of that, like – People going to look at you funny. They don't know if you're from Pagedale or Pine Lawn or U-City or Hanley Hills or Hillsdale or whatever because there might be beef going within just what municipality do you from. So I feel like maybe that's when it started. Maybe it's been around longer than that. I don't know. But I feel like just because St. Louis is so separated um, – and people cling to their little cities and towns and municipalities. I feel like everybody's just looking at each other. And even though that's not such a big thing anymore, if you've been doing that for 20, 30 years, that's just kind of ingrained in you now. Yeah, but I think it's just, I think it's our generation. I don't think it's uh, the uh, older, like my parents. My dad used to talk to everybody, my, right. you know. 
And my mom, she was quiet, but everybody talked to her. When we went to games, all the parents talked. So it's just us. And I, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it that's is. That's what I said. 90s, that's culture. when all that gang yeah. stuff was going on. All that uh, to watch the cities back, fighting you know? each other. Yeah. You know, I'm from Berkeley originally. Berkeley and uh, Wellston. Uh, no, Berkeley and Kenlock, you know, used to be banging all the time. You know, so I just feel like it's it's a product of that. Yeah, maybe. Okay. And then uh, after that, <laughs> we went to get a haircut. Yo, why haircuts cost? It cost $50 for both of us to get a haircut. What's this? <laughs> it, I, I saw the sign on the door when I come in. It says the, the prices have gone up slightly. Slightly. Gee, it was $35 last time I came in here. So why is it now $50? $15 increase, man, for two heads? Especially Trenton's little peanut head. Come on. Tripping out there, man. I told him, I was like, yo, Merc, I'm getting I'm getting the, the Puff Daddy cuts. Like, what's going on? Why does it cost so much? He's like, no, nah, I charge Puffy at least 100 a cut. <laughs> like, he get his hair cut multiple times a week. So I'm like, all right, man. I don't think that's cool, but... Uh, yeah, I guess we got to abide by the, the haircut rules. Yeah, well, I don't have to worry about that. Just cut that joint off, Ryan. <laughs> Maintain it yourself at the crib. Yeah, and then today had an experience. Oh. I've never I've never had almond milk, man. Never had it, but uh, the wife is fasting dairy. Uh, I'm fasting fast food. So uh, she had some almond milk in there, and I'm like, oh, let me try some of this almond milk. Yo, almond milk is trash. <laughs> What's all these? Why the vegans be out here fronting like almond milk is a, is a proper substitute for for cow's milk, man? If y'all don't get out of here with that, almond milk tastes like if you had real milk in a cup, drank it down to nothing, and then put water in that, and then <laughs> drop one drop of like Hershey syrup in there, and that's what almond milk tastes like. It's trash. It's like dirty milk water. So now I'm not sure have- what people was thinking, man. It's Did silk, you have any of the, any flavor almond no, milk or no, was it just, just straight? Okay. No, I just wanted to taste what actual almond milk tastes like. I didn't want to get any of the flavors because vanilla had a, a many of flaws, so I didn't want to go that route. Yeah, gotcha. terrible, terrible. But that's it for me. What about you? How was your week? My week was uh my week was interesting. Um, like I said, I kind of alluded to before. Uh, Saturday, wife and I went out to the movies, went to go see Bad Boys for Life, uh, which hadn't seen it yet, and I don't know, have either of y'all seen it? Which video? Bad Boys for Life. Uh, New Bad Boys movie? No. And you know, Paul, me and Paul are getting out the house. Nope. Paul, Paul is, uh, he is away. Okay. On assignment for a second. (laughs) Right, got pulled away. Uh, but... Yeah, we saw that. I thought it was dope. I actually loved it. I thought it was an excellent movie. Okay, good. Uh, so, was very, very happy to go see that. I've been, yeah, I guess it came out, what, a week ago or maybe two weeks ago. And I planned to see like it. last but, week? Yeah, it came out last week. My wife had went out of town. Uh, so, we went and saw that this week. That was a dope movie. So, loved that. Um, was it dope because it gave you the feels? Or was it dope just because it was dope? No, it, it was a legitimately good movie. Like, when okay. I think back to it, it's hard to find really any major flaws with it. Like, I don't think about something and be like, ah, man, that was too fake. Or, ah, the, you know, obviously it's an action movie, so there's some stuff that, you know, you got to suspend reality. But I just thought it was a good story. It was good action. Um, they didn't try to, they sort of acknowledged that 
Will Smith and Martin are older now. You know, they ain't trying to front like they still in their 20s. Like, no, nah, these are two dudes who are in their 50s. They acknowledge <laughs> that in the movie. Good. Um, so, yeah, I thought it was a really good movie. Oh, so you didn't watch the Tyler Perry movie. I forgot to talk about that, but I'm going to wait till you see it. No, and I didn't watch, watch A Fall from Grace on Netflix. Uh-uh, I did not see that. Do you plan but, on seeing it? I can. If you want to talk about it, I'll watch it. I'm not <laughs> normally watch, a Tyler Perry guy. I need guy. you to watch every Tyler Perry movie so that we can talk about it. Oh, I'm not going to watch every. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch Go back and watch Acrimony and then watch Fall from Grace. <laughs> not going to do it. Uh, let me think. What else happened this weekend? Of course, the Kobe deal. We talked about that. Uh, the other thing, I guess, man, I'm trying to... I don't know. I'm trying to fight through this uh, insomnia. Like, I've been having insomnia on and off for a while. And, um, you know, now it's kind of to the point where I'm able to sleep, but I can't really sleep all the way through the night. Like, I sleep in, like, two or three different sessions. Like, I go to sleep and then wake up at 1.30. Then I might be up for, whatever, 30 minutes, and then I go to sleep. And I sleep until... 4.30 or 5, and then I wake up, and then I go back to sleep. Uh, so, you know, I've been trying to find different avenues to kind of get beyond that. So I've been starting to, uh, like, listen to some meditation stuff, or I'll listen to. I know you used to talk about the uh, sleep stories or whatever, and I think yeah. I used to make fun that of you all the time. Like, what? You listen to bedtime stories? Mm-hmm. Uh, but now... You know, I've kind of started to do that on times where if I'm not able to go to sleep, okay. I turn on a sleep story that'll help me get to sleep, you know, for a little bit. If I wake up, you know, then I might put on one of the meditation joints or, you know, whatever. But uh, just I trying do, uh, to... ocean sounds, man. Like, it just helps It just helps relax and, and keep me asleep so I don't keep waking up. Yeah. And I, th- I used to do that um, at one point in time. Like, I've literally tried every... Because it's something I kind of battle with off and on, so... I tried ocean sounds. I tried, um, I can't think of what it's called, but, you know, kind of like Indian, Middle Eastern music, uh, like that type of meditation music. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, now I'm kind of into the sleep stories or to the are you Are you tired, though? Because I guess being tired is the most important thing. If you're not tired, you just might not need that much sleep. No, it's, no. Yeah, I'll be tired, but it's just like wow. you're tired but just can't go to sleep. Yeah, uh, like so I'll just be laying in the bed just you know, just up. So that's kind of been my thing lately. Like it, it had gotten pretty bad. The last week or two has been better because like I said, I've been able to sleep in maybe three different sessions where I may get two hours here, wake up, get back to sleep for three, four hours there, wake up, get another hour. So in totality, you know, I'm getting whatever, six or seven hours. But yeah. it's just not straight through. So maybe maybe God know. trying to bring you to the ministry. <laughs> I don't know why he would use that. You for ready the to ministry. open the church? <laughs> you say what? You ready to open the church? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> and I would think that he would tell me that. Like I would have some type of vision or some whisper or something like that, and that just ain't happen. Not sleeping is 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 the number one thing for you. Got to do something different. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's always been like that. It's been a long time since I've actually had full-blown insomnia. Um, but, 
I don't know. Maybe you should uh you ever try to go to counseling or something just to talk about just talking or about whatever. Because sometimes it'll bring out some stuff that you're not aware of. Yeah. Well, that's something I've thought about, too, is just like, hey, let's do that. Uh, just like you said, just to see, just to talk about whatever. If it is something like that, you know, to get it out. I know that's some sort of a uh, topic that especially in the black community, people don't really want to acknowledge right. or deal with. Um, but now that's something I've been thinking about as well. Like, hey, maybe uh, maybe we need to try that and see, you know, if it's some type of restlessness, something inside, you know. So at this point, I'm kind of trying everything. I'm just throwing mm-hmm. darts at the wall, see what works. Uh, so if any of the, the listeners uh, have any suggestions, definitely be uh, open to those ideas as well. They're going to tell you to drink some warm milk. Hey, whatever. <laughs> like when people say stuff like that, drink some warm milk. Like, yo, that's not going to do nothing. Think about counting sheep. Yeah, I just, I started, man, I, I, I remember I was doing the, like, cricket sounds or whatever. I started doing that, and that kind of helped. And then I've, mo- I've moved now because every once in a while I got to switch up sounds. So now I'm with the, with the ocean sounds. I did try that uh, boring Sleep With Me podcast. That dude is boring as heck, and he will make you go to sleep. Uh yeah, I mean, you can always you can pull up a Ben Sim, a Bill Simmons podcast. Uh, he has about thirty <laughs> podcasts, and twenty nine nine of them are trash, and but, one of them is just hating Kobe every episode. So yeah, you definitely can do that and get some sleep. Uh, maybe not. I might get into it. Like, oh yes, <laughs> revert maybe. back to my uh, backsliding into my hater ways. Right, right. Yeah. All right. So we was going to talk about why this Negro Paul ain't never seen color purple, but he has avoided the topic now. Right. That's probably gone. He probably really still there, but he just don't want to talk about it. I'm pretty sure that's what he did. Let's see. What else can we talk about? Mm, We ain't got to talk about nothing, man. We can end the podcast, to be honest. It might just be one of them solemn days. You just chill. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is. It was one of those days everybody's talking about Kobe is Kobe everything everywhere. Um, and I think that's a testament, again, just to his kind of impact on the game, his impact on the culture. Um, you know, so you see a lot of people grieving in different ways. I've personally, I kind of stepped away from social media a little bit because every time I would get on, you know, you just see all this Kobe stuff, everybody talking about Kobe. Right. And then it almost you get sad again. So. Exactly. Uh, if, if anybody's following me and like, man, this dude ain't posting nothing about Kobe. Like, that's why it's just like, yo, let me just get a break. Let me step away a little bit and, you know, kind of come back to it. Um, yeah, that's the one good thing is that I got all nerd stuff on my timelines. So none of that stuff pops up because none of them really like basketball. Although one dude did uh, come out of pocket. Uh, man. All of y'all who are taking the took the time out yesterday to do some stupid Kobe jokes about him dying, y'all some jerks, man. And y'all about about twelve minutes from hell. I'm just saying, cause that's some stuff. Some stuff is it's not funny, man. I I knew I know that the jokes are gonna come at some point, but dog, you can't do it when we don't even know who all died yet, and right. you already got jokes and memes up. Come on, you you need to chill. So I did nerd a shout out. Shout out to the action figure community because a lot of them got on a couple cats' heads doing that and so you know they got threatened like yo if you keep on keep with that mess you out of here <laughs> right. i didn't yeah. i didn't know there were kobe fans in the action figure community yeah hey everybody got 
got some fans and stands and haters in all communities. But yeah, I'm I'm kind of <laughs> honestly I'm surprised Box Wine Poppy wasn't that guy because uh, you right. know he, he wants will. to. You could tell. Yeah, <laughs> he wants to bad. <laughs> yeah, just so holding the fact, him back. Yeah, the fact that he has enough sense to be like, eh, not yet, because <laughs> there's been times where we've been like, bruh, like. <laughs> Like, we about to all come the time to where you are. Like, still bro. on you, dude. Like, chill out. Right. So imagine how it was being around a dude every day. Like, yeah. <laughs> Paul's my boy, but you got to take him in uh, in small doses sometimes. He, he's a lot better now than he used to be, though. All the uh, the new uh, Doctor Who. I, I don't, I've never watched that show. Not my cup of tea. But she's black. What are the nerds going to do now? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, says Joe Martin is playing the first black incarnation of the Doctor. Uh, she's been revealed as the thirteenth Doctor, portrayed by Jodie Whittaker. So shout out to Jodie Whittaker. Uh, she need to work on her selfie game though, because she took a picture of herself in the costume on the trailer, I guess. But she got the phone in front of her face, so you can't really see her. Um, you got you got to get your selfie game up. But, um, yeah, another uh, a black woman getting a job I'm cool with. I don't think the nerds are going to be okay with it because they feel like already that women are being uh, pushed down their throat. I, I see a lot of complaining about that. Gotcha. Yeah, they, that comes out. Like, they feel like we're trying to take their culture. You know, like right. we're just trying to invade the culture. Like, never mind. Uh, all the culture vulturing that has been done, you know, in Hollywood and in Broadway and all this other, uh, through music and all of that. But uh, you make a black Doctor Who, everybody lose their mind. Right, right. So yeah. one, one last thing, not to get too deep into it, but I'm wondering, have you, I know you kind of stay away from the politics at all. How much of the impeachment stuff have you followed, if any? <laughs> Uh, I know he's being impeached. I know that there's a trial. Uh, I know that it started. That's pretty much all I know. I've stayed away from it uh, because I don't think nothing's going to happen. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting. And it's crazy because, I mean, a lot of people like that. I'm I'm sure a lot of people are tuned into it. But a lot of people kind of have that thought about it where it's like, eh, nothing's really going to happen. And I think that's like a win for Trump, you know, I feel like that's really? the, where this whole fake news type of thing, like that's where this has been going to get people to just not really care to be like, it's so chaotic, it's so much going on. As he said, she said, <laughs> he said, she, she said, yeah, burn it's down us my she versus shit. them, right? I almost did the uh, <laughs> uh, that MSNBC lady talking about some. Uh, I I was saying knickers. Oh, yeah, I was uh, saying knickerbockers. <laughs> <laughs> I almost bust one of her, but um, but one interesting revelation that did come out was that uh, John Bolton, you know, he actually had was writing this book. He wouldn't testify for the House, but he has this book, and everybody knew he was writing this book. And a manuscript got leaked, or information about the manuscript got leaked that yeah. basically says Trump did what they said he did. And so now there are some Republicans who are like, let's get witnesses. Because the whole sham really? of it is like Republicans are like, nah, we don't need no witnesses. I have witnesses in the House, even though the White House blocked all the witnesses that were, you know, in the White House administration. Um, but John Bolton may testify. If he does, that would be a game changer. But at this point, we don't know whether that's going to happen. So 
Uh, definitely stay tuned into it. You don't have to watch it, but at least keep an eye out for it because, like, this is something that's only happened, what, three times in our country. Like, this is something yeah. that's historic, uh, and I hate it because a lot of people are just like, eh, it's just partisan politics as usual. And I, read on really it. I read on it super surface level, and, you know, whatever podcast I'm listening to, they, they do talk about it, so I do get some information. Is it true that they were saying that uh, – he mentioned like they they said Trump something about the ordering a hit on the Ukrainian ambassador or something like that. Was was that true? Do you know what I'm talking well, about? Well, it depends on your interpretation. So it sounded like it. They got him on tape. He was saying he didn't know this guy Lev Parnassus. Uh, what is he Ukrainian? I think. Um, and he was saying he didn't know Lev Parnas. Well, Parnas is had all these pictures and videos and audio like showing that he knows Trump and showing that he knew like everybody up in the Trump clique. Uh, but basically with the, uh, with the ambassador, he released, I think it was audio or maybe video of Trump saying like, Hey, get her out of there, get her out of there. And then he did say like, I don't care what it takes, get rid of her. So some people are like, get rid of her. Like that's not saying fire her. Like that's saying, like off with our head, basically, uh, where I think a more conservative uh, interpretation is just saying he's saying fire her, like get rid of her out of that position. So that is a weird get rid of her, though. Is he talking to the Ukrainian, uh, you know, government when he says that? No, he wasn't. He could tell to them to get rid of her. But if he tells his people to get rid of her, that's a little weird. No, he can't tell them because. She was the U.S. ambassador to Ukraine, so she was oh, working so she's for ours. the U.S. government. So, so he but, he could say that, yeah, uh, yeah. I ain't gonna say that then. I don't I don't think that's a that's a hit being ordered. But lots of people were saying that that's what that was, and I thought that was strange because they was like, you know, our president just is, is talking about uh, hitting, knocking people off, blah blah blah, and they were serious. So yeah, I, I mean, the language, like I say, it can be interpreted either way. For me, I'ma say. I'm going to go with fire her, even though I don't put anything past this dude. But I feel like if there is a context where you can read it, where you're just saying, hey, get her out of office, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt on that. I don't give him benefit of the doubt on much, but I'm going to give it to him on that. Um, but, yeah, so it's interesting. Uh, let us know what you think about the impeachment stuff. Like I said, I don't, I don't really want to go into it too deeply uh, but I did just think that it was it was definitely worth mentioning. And hopefully Bolton testifies because then that might change the game, might get him up out of there one way or another. Maybe. And then we can uh, usher in the devil himself, Pence. So can't, <laughs> can't wait for that. So I guess we can uh, get ready for the trumpets to blow. Yeah, you see. Might, yeah, who knows? All right. So if uh, – if the audience would like to contact us and ask where Paul is, uh, where can they find us? Yo, if you want to reach out, once again, you can email us at theblackdelegatespod at gmail.com. You can also follow our Facebook page, or we are more active typically on Twitter and Instagram, at blackdelegates. There's an underscore between black and delegates. If you want to uh, hit up Boxwine Poppy and find out uh, where he disappeared to during the show. You can hit him up at Boxwine Poppy on Twitter. The Black Ryan will be shedding tears and uh, sharing his Kobe stories all week on Twitter. Definitely taking a Ryan. rape shower. Definitely <laughs> taking a rape shower. 
<laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> and you can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at IshCreates. That's I-S-H Creates. And if you want to help out the show, you can definitely tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to download the Black Delegates podcast. Uh, you can share us on your favorite social media outlets. Uh, but most importantly, just go ahead and leave that rating or review on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app that you use. Give us that five stars. I feel like we deserve it. I feel like we've been rocking with you for a long time and we probably earned it. If you need to give us four, we'll settle for it for now, but we'll say give us the four. Uh, give us another four or five episodes. Listen and see if we can get that five. So, Ryan, uh, with that said, uh, again, this was a little bit of a somber episode uh, because of Kobe, but I have no problems uh, dedicating this episode to him. Uh, but do you have any words of wisdom as we wrap up? Yeah, kind of. I would like to thank all the listeners for sticking with us all this time. I know 95 episodes is a lot of episodes, even for a, uh, you know, for a, a small operation like ours. It's just three dudes on here talking. Uh, trying to make it four, trying to keep it at three. But uh, appreciate all y'all. But I know for a fact that nobody that I thought was listening is listening. And the numbers are still going up. So that's great, I guess. You know? So, uh, yeah, because, like, my mama ain't listening. They be like, oh, yeah, I stopped well, listening to your podcast. I'm sorry. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> like, so who's keeping these numbers up? <laughs> like, Probably my people mama. are actually listening. <laughs> your mom got everybody listening. <laughs> Well, keep it up, Mama Phenom. Yeah, keep it up. Keep spreading it, man. I don't know. Maybe we have to have Sydney uh, say Black Delegates in one of his next appearances. Yeah, we don't know. to get him on the show. Black Delegates podcast. Yeah, we. We let him get his shine off. So, you know, now he's been on Good Morning America. He's been out there. So now we can't really be an embarrassment to him anymore because he's kind of right. been all the way to the top. So we could we could bring him on real quick. I didn't want to bring him on beforehand and then get him booted off the show before he went on the show. But we, we got to <laughs> bring him in. I do want to apologize to listeners. You know, we had two episodes in a row. Um, so episode, what, 93? I sounded like I was recording on a tomato. That was my fault. Had a little uh, user error where I picked the wrong microphone. So audio is back to uh, to sounding better. So apologize to y'all who are struggling to understand what I was trying to say. Sounded like I was in the, um, uh, what do they call it? And um, I don't know. Recording in, from uh, a can. Somewhere, yeah. <laughs> can on a string. Yeah, I did the best I could, man. I think it was all right. You, just, you know, things happen. People understand. Yep, all yep. right. So, with that being said, uh, uh, again, prayers, condolences. Uh, everybody, life is short. Uh, you know, treat every day like your last. I think that's what Joe Budden be saying. So, I'm not going to say any more than that. Right. And then petty fights, petty arguments ain't worth right. it. You can go any day. So, love you folks while they're here. Exactly. All right. See y'all next week. Till next week. Peace. Yep. A lot of Laker fans sticking around for this. You're seeing something that's very rare indeed. A Laker to get MVP chance in Boston. Boston. Of all places. Are you kidding me? (laughs) I know Red Arbach is uh, rolling over. Kobe. 
hard to believe. Are you kidding me? Unreal! Are you kidding me? How strong was that? A triple on a fall away in the corner with a shot locked down. Lakers by three. Ryan spinning in the lane. Back for Gasol. Pretty pass. And it's back to a three-point game. And the critical part was Pietras jogging back. Didn't bounce the floor. It's a two-for-one situation. Kobe Bryant picked up by Powell. There's the move. Two, one. Listen! Brian, yes, and that was a little tough to Alvin Gentry. Bad insult to injury, Kobe. I mean, what a shot. I mean, you can't defend that. Are you kidding me? Even close. It's a two on one. Kobe and Sarah, the alley-oop, and Kobe with the dunk and the foul as well. That's why Kobe gave it up. From the Lakers, and Bryant. Trying to go behind his back and Boykins the other way, and they'll finish off with Andre Miller. Maybe. <laughs> hey, Kobe did not give up Kobe on that Ryan. play. How about that play? Now that's leadership. That's the kind of stuff he wants to do and exude and he plays defense at the other end. Right with Shaq. He gives it to Walden. Here comes Kobe. Kobe's the main man. 5-5. Got it. Hamilton the shot. The three is. Kobe Bryant drains the three. Oh, 
That's a big time shot. Be the star, son. Be the star. This ball game is over. Look at the hustle of Lamar Odom. Off to Kobe Bryant. And Kobe with emphasis. Artest looking, gets it to Bryant. Bryant dribbling, has to put it up with the buzzer. Banks it in! <laughs> he banks in the three! And the Lakers win the game! And that is just greatness personified. Now Bryant again, out between the rings, guarded by Pippen. Kobe on the move, lobs for O'Neal for the dunk! Kobe Bryant worked into the lane and Shaq hammered it in with the right hand. Timeout Portland. The Lakers, because of this man, Kobe Bryant, can take over. Oh, my. Oh, Dwight Howard. Oh, boy. <laughs> he almost threw his elbow into the basket that time. Bruce cannot buy a triple. Kobe wheeling. What a play to Turion. And the foul. And a chance to tie. What a delivery by Kobe Bryant. A 50-point game. Bryant for three. Oh! One last gamer. Bryant on the move with the jumper. He oh, got it! 58 points! And the Lakers lead! 60. Nice rotation of Bryant. Buckle up for Kobe Kobe Bryant just sucked the gravity out of the target center. What a play! Slam! Long run out by Kobe Bryant. Behind the back. Oh! What did I just see? You just saw what Kobe does best, and that's bring people to their feet with a sensational play. Really got a dribble drive, change of direction by Bryant. Slam dunk. Woo! You talk about elevation. Chick, he went up to the rafters before he decided to put somebody on a poster. They'd love to get it into Nash's hands, and they do. Ball knocked away, stolen by Parker. Oh, here, it is. here comes George to Kobe Bryant. Bryant inside, it's good, it's good. Tie game. A one-point game. Walton can tip it. Bryant with the save. Oh, you gotta get a shot here. Final seconds. Bryant for the win. Bang! Kobe Bryant has hit a shot at the buzzer. Four away from Elgin Baylor's Laker record. For three yes! <laughs> well, there's 70. Everybody wants it to get into Kobe's hand. Kobe pump fake for two. Kobe stopped the Laker record. 81-point <laughs> game. Ladies and gentlemen, you have witnessed the second greatest scoring performance in NBA history.